0: Hey, course creator, welcome to episode 71 of Think Big, Move Fast. In this episode, we're talking about doing one thing at a time and why that is my favorite way to get anything done quickly. Let's get to it. Okay, so here's the problem. Many entrepreneurs want to create online courses to help grow their businesses, build their email list, and share their knowledge with the world. But it's overwhelming to try and map out the ideas, create that curriculum, and deal with the tech, right? I'm your host, Heather DeVoe, and I wanna welcome you to Think Big, Move Fast, where I'm on a mission to help entrepreneurs just like you create amazing online courses quickly so you can share your talents with the world instead of getting bogged down in the process. I am the leading instructional design coach for entrepreneurs who want to create online courses faster, easier, and who want to make more of an impact while they're at it. I've created thousands of hours of online courses, in-person workshops, and training programs for businesses in eight countries spanning four continents, and my courses have reached countless people over the last 20 years. Now, I'm teaching you everything I know about how to create amazing online courses quickly and easily stick with me and you'll learn how to take the guesswork out of getting started i'll show you how to clear the way forward so you can create a meaningful curriculum and i'll teach you how to tackle the tech with ease so you can bring your online courses to life in other words i make creating online courses simple so you can make them faster let's get to it Hey, and welcome back to episode 71 of the podcast. Thank you so much for being here. I am excited to talk to you this week because we're going to talk about doing one thing at a time. And I know we have this part of our brain that believes in multitasking. And I'm going to tell you why multitasking is horseshit and why you should stop thinking about it and why you should start thinking about doing one thing at a time and doing it very, very well. And if you can't do it well, or if you don't wanna do it well, find someone who can do it for you. Now, I wanna caveat this conversation by saying that if you are not in a position to pay for software, to hire support, to bring in an assistant, that is okay. And I wanna say that upfront because some of the things I'm gonna talk about in this episode might make you feel anxious about the fact that you are not at this point yet. I also feel anxious about this, so it's okay. It's okay to feel like you are anxious that you are not at a point yet where you're not ready to hire people, or if you are anxious because you are at a point where you are ready to hire people. And it is also okay to feel anxious If you don't want to do that, but feel pressure to do that. And the reason that I want to start there is because we're talking about doing one thing at a time, but your brain, your entrepreneurial brain wants to do a hundred things at a time. And I was having a conversation last week at a networking group, which was an amazing conversation. It went on for like 90 minutes and everyone in the group had something to say and offer to the conversation And the conversation took a turn at one point where I felt that the room got a little defensive about the idea that they should be hiring or that they should have money to automate their business in some way or that they should have any money at all to invest back into their business. And I felt that the conversation got a little defensive only because what was happening was there were people at the five plus year mark where I am And there were people who are at the less than one year mark. And we're all bringing a lens to the conversation. And what we forget is that if you're at year one or less than year one in business, the conversation that I'm having over here in year five is not the same. And what I always try to do is bring it back to you to help you see the relevancy of what I'm talking about at any given moment To where you are right now. The thing that I never want for you is to come to this podcast and say to yourself, oh, that will matter to me later. I always want you to find a way to take what I'm teaching you and apply it now. And what happens in real life without that prompting, without me saying to you, hey, make some meaning of this right now which is education one-on-one, by the way, which never gets done. People never say, hey, get ready to learn something. What happens when we don't prompt people to receive information is they can only layer it through one lens. And what happens if you're in year one or two or three, or if your business is not making as much money as my business is, when I say things like, look, we're just going to hire this out, or we're going to bring someone in to help. What I need you to know is that that is also new to me, okay? I say it. I have a very powerful projecting forward voice. I, I ooze confidence at times. And when I say things like, hey, we're only going to do things our way. We're only going to do things one at a time. We're only going to do the shit that we want to do. And we're going to hire out the rest. I need you to know that that also scares me. And I am still figuring those pieces out, But what I know and what I wanna share with you and what I want you to take away from this is that regardless of where you are in your journey, there is something to be had from speaking with people five years in the future, which is where I am right now if you're just starting out. I am you five years from now. And what I want you to know is that it is not all changing the way you think it's going to change. Your best laid plans are not always going to turn out the way that you think they are, especially if you listen to your customers and you bring forth your zone of genius. Because right now, a lot of us are operating in what is called our zone of excellence, and many more of us are operating in what is called our zone of incompetence. And I don't mean that in an offensive way. Let me explain. When I am working on a client project and I am creating educational content, I am working in my zone of genius. When I'm bringing content from all over the world in front of me and turning it into something that people can learn from online, and I'm doing it very quickly and I'm using what I've learned over 20 years, that is my zone of genius. When I am uploading that material into an online course using platforms that are not my own, but that I excel at, I am working in my zone of excellence. When I am trying to post a reel on Instagram, and it's taking me an hour and a half, I am working in my zone of incompetence. What I have decided through muddling through my zone of incompetence for many, many years, trying to hone social media, trying to figure out the systems, trying to hack the systems, you know, really just trying to game the system so that I don't have to hire someone. What I've come to realize is the time wasted living in my zone of incompetence could have been spent training someone to do what I need them to do in their zone of excellence or their zone of genius. And if you want references for these terms, go and read The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks. I'm rereading it right now at the recommendation of my business coach. It is so top of mind. It is wild to me, but also everything seems to make sense when I pick up this book. And so my zone of genius What is so interesting about it and what I bet is interesting about your zone of genius is that when you're in it, you're doing one thing and you're doing one thing at a time. When you're operating in your zone of excellence, you're probably doing something pretty well, but your brain is off looking for that thing that really lights it up, which is its zone of genius. When you're living in the zone of incompetence, it's so fucking frustrating. You put the phone down 100 times before the fucking reel ever gets posted, which means nothing is getting done. So you go and you write a blog, or you send an email, or you make a phone call, or you hop into a networking group, or you scroll through Facebook, or you call your mom, or you go for a walk. You're doing a bunch of other things, but the one thing that needs to get done, which in some cases, is post the fucking reel to Instagram, it's not getting done. And if it is getting done, it's not getting done to the best of its ability. Now, this is not a conversation in done is better than perfect. It is not a conversation in, you know, figure it out as you go. That's not what I'm saying. All that stuff is fine. But what I want to draw to your attention is, is that really how you want to be spending your time? This morning... I was getting ready for my day. I remembered while I was doing my hair. No, that's a lie. I remembered while I was deciding I wasn't going to do my hair today. I have really naturally curly hair and I like it flat ironed. I like my hair straight. It takes me about 20 minutes in the morning to flat iron my hair if I'm going to do that. And so I looked at the clock and I had 10 minutes. It takes me 20 minutes to flat iron my hair. And I said, oh, no, fuck it. I'll do it. I'll, I'll do a 10-minute job where normally it takes 20 minutes. The reason I decided I was going to do that, and like there's bumps everywhere in my head today. This is the price I've paid. I need you to know this. I'm going to put it in a ponytail any minute. The reason I did that was because I remembered, oh shit, I have to run to the grocery store. So I was thinking about, I have to run to the grocery store. I was thinking about the phone calls I have to make today. I was thinking about what actually I need to get at the grocery store. I was watching the 10 minutes I had turned eight minutes, turned to six minutes, and my hair was still not flat ironed. I was debating, it was also still wet, so I had to blow dry it. I was debating whether or not I would just throw it up on the top of my head. But then I remembered, hey, I actually feel better when I look nice. Nice. So I'm going to take the time to do whatever I can with my hair to feel good today. Then I decided, fuck all of this. I'm going to PEI for a book launch that's happening Wednesday night. Sarah Roach Lewis has written a book. She's a formal client of mine. She's written a book called She Rules. And I wanted to go to this event Wednesday night that's happening in Prince Edward Island. I live in Nova Scotia, which is effectively I have to drive through three provinces to get to hers. And I really want to go to this event and I'm I'm trying to blow dry my hair and trying to flat iron it. I'm thinking about I have these calls that I have to do today. I have my office hours with my clients. I have to make phone calls with a business coach that I'm working with. I got to pick up my son for lunch. Oh my god, I have to go to the grocery store and then I just said no. Never mind. Forget it. I'm going to reschedule all of that and I'm going to go to PEI. And then I got really anxious. Oh, and I'm going to PEI day early because there's a giant fucking rainstorm coming, and we're getting like 200 millimeters of rain, <laughs> which if it turns to snow, send help. <laughs> send help to my house in Nova Scotia. I'll be in PEI. <laughs> it won't matter, but like someone to have to dig out my car in Nova Scotia. So I just decided. I was like, you know what? Uh, my brain's not in it today. I need a minute. I need to take a beat. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to drive to PEI because I want to make sure that that's going to happen. So all of a sudden, that became my priority. And I emailed everybody. I moved everything around. I rescheduled everything. No big deal. I'm in charge. It's fine. But that is an excellent example of when we are trying to think of many, many things at once, how almost nothing that is supposed to get done gets done. And something overpowers that. So I want to bring the conversation back to doing one thing at a time. Because what that does is it allows you to get things done faster. But you have to be working in your zone of genius. Or second best silver standard zone of excellence. Depending on your mood, you might flip-flop between zone of excellence and zone of genius. What I never want you to be doing is struggling in your zone of incompetence. And again, I know that sounds like a really harsh word, but sometimes we need to hear these really harsh words to recognize, oh my God, somebody else should be posting this reel for me. (laughs) It's not that I shouldn't be doing it. It's that I shouldn't be doing it. My business will benefit from doing those things, but I don't need to be doing it. I listened to an excellent podcast this morning. It couldn't have come at a better time for anyone who is a solopreneur, who is thinking about how do I get to the next level? How do I scale my business? How do I get the help that I need? And I've recommended this podcast before. I think right now it is my number one listen. It is the thing I listen to every week religiously. Donald Miller, Business Made Simple, episode, I'm going to look it up right now. It's still on my phone. I got my phone in my hand. It is episode, uh, let me see here, Forty seven. Business Made Simple. Jesus, I would have thought he had 500 podcasts by now, but I think he's just had several iterations of podcasts. Episode 47, Scaling as a Solopreneur. He interviews a woman who is a graphic designer and he coaches her in real time about what does it look like to get the help you need to get your business to where you want it to go. And that brings me back to my previous comment, which is if you're not ready for that, that is okay. But what I don't want you to do is say to yourself, I'm gonna put a pin in that and come back to that later. I want you to do the work now of imagining what could you be doing now to be in that place three, four, five years from now. And it's a really fun exercise. If you're someone who follows me, if you're someone who really likes my advice and likes my style, you've probably thought, whether consciously or unconsciously at some point, I wanna be where Heather is five years from now. So think of me as your future self. I'm you five years from now. It's not easier. In fact, the problems only get bigger. The more money you make, the more successful you become. There is this whole other world that opens up to you, but with that whole other world comes a whole other set of problems that you're not even going to be able to anticipate. What I want to do is give you advice from your five-year future self. Here's the advice, focus on one thing at a time. Do whatever you have to do to preserve your thought-making capability. Do not, when you find yourself with 10 minutes to spare, wondering do I spend those 10 minutes blow drying my hair or do I spend those 10 minutes getting my shoes on finding my car keys warming up the car getting my kid to brush his teeth or do I just say fuck it all and do I go to PEI I need a break right now so I'm going to take the break I need I'm doing whatever I have to do to get my brain back to the point where I can focus on one thing at a time. And right now for me, that means I need to hire people to help me. That does not mean you are doing it wrong if you are not hiring people to help you. But if you're not considering how that might work for you, and I am going to be really frank with you, I have not considered, I have all but rejected the idea that I am gonna pay for help. But I've come to realize over the last couple of weeks and more so over the last 72 hours in rereading The Big Leap and in talking to my business coach that I can't do everything I wanna do at the capacity I wanna do it because I'm a huge control freak. And I'm actually a giant perfectionist which I'm only now learning about myself. I would have said I was a done is better than perfect kind of gal, but I actually really like things done a certain way. Not that they're right in the grand scheme of things, but they're right in my mind. So in reading this book, in listening to these podcasts, in talking to a business coach, I am realizing that I could continue to spend an hour and a half a day figuring out how to get Instagram reels to line up to the music Or I could hire someone to do it for me. Will having that skill make me better at creating online courses? No fucking way. I have spent a lifetime convincing myself that the opposite is actually true. And I have spent a lifetime convincing myself that there is pride in the hustle of doing everything myself. And so while I have spent a great deal of time in business bragging almost about how I do everything myself, how I won't do something if I don't want to do it, and how I won't do something if I can't do it, I'll just do it another way or I'll find a different way to do it, I'm realizing that in order to create the life that I want... I need to continue to do only one thing at a time. That is what has gotten me here. And I'm at the point that Donald Miller refers to the S-curve, which I didn't even know was a thing until this morning when I listened to that podcast. And I was screaming in my kitchen at Donald Miller. And I was like, yes, that is exactly where I am at. I am at the point where if I don't start making changes, not huge changes, just Letting go of the shit that occupies my brain for no purpose other than I think it needs to occupy my brain. If I don't start letting go of that stuff, I'm going to spend less and less time doing the thing that brings in money, living in my zone of genius, and making the impact in the world that I want to make. And that is very scary. Now, a lot of people, and what I I really think I offer to you here on the podcast, that a lot of people just don't. You're just not going to hear conversations like this. You always hear past tense. You go to any course creator on the internet, and they are not talking about the business side of things the way I talk about the business side of things. And I have always shared my journey in this way. I've always talked about the business of business from day one. But I think what's really interesting about this conversation is that it really grounds us to own what we are good at and what we don't need to be good at. Not accepting what we're not good at. I could become an Instagram reel superstar. I picked it up very quickly. If I dedicated my time to it, I could be very good at it. And just for some reference, I'm doing a 30-day challenge with a group of entrepreneurs bloggers, influencers who are very, very good at all of this. And I am just really dipping my toe into the pond. But what I've realized in doing that is that I don't need to be doing it. I need to be out there. I need to be amplifying my voice. Yes. But I don't need to be the one fucking typoing to death an Instagram post. My very first reel that I put up after I decided to do this 30-day challenge with all of these women had like three fucking typos in it. <laughs> I have severe arthritis in my hands and my hands are actually incredibly deformed, which means I shouldn't be on a phone typing. I actually hate typing on my phone. Luckily, Instagram is—it has just put out something that you can actually post from your computer, but I'm over it. I'm just fucking over it. I do need to be amplifying my voice. That is what is going to move my business forward. I do need to be creating the content, but I don't need to be posting it. I do not need to be fucking with those hashtags. I don't need to be spending three hours every quarter doing my bookkeeping, which I pretend to like, but actually fucking hate and put off for days and days and days. I can do my own taxes, but I don't need to be doing those things. And this is not new. You've heard this a hundred times. But what I want you to know is that it's now coming from someone who also heard it a hundred times and discounted it as bullshit, as, you know, cult-like, as being there's a better way. My goal always has been to have a business that supports my lifestyle. The business takes care of itself. My products are amazing. I do exactly what I say I'm going to do. My clients get results because I'm working in my zone of genius. You get all of me when I show up that way. And I'm telling you this because I want you to know that, number one, not a lot of people are going to tell you this. This is the growing pains of entrepreneurship, and I love it. I love every bit of it. And I've said it before, if you're going to be in business, you have to love business. But what I'm coming to find out and really wrapping my head around accepting and believing and executing is that maybe it doesn't have to be me editing this podcast. Maybe it doesn't have to be me fixing my website, which I've already hired out for. I've already just decided I'm not even going to touch that. My website like the, It's great, but I'm hiring someone to work on the messaging with me and I've hired someone to actually rebuild my website because I could spend another 11 hours trying to make that website better. It took me 11 hours to build that website. I bill out at thousands of dollars an hour. Why am I billing my website? Why am I putting time into that? I should be creating the content that goes on the website. I should be creating the content that drives people to that website. I should not be fucking around with WordPress. Doing one thing at a time means doing it very well. When I try to do things that I think I should know how to do, and I'm using Instagram here because it's just top of mind. I'm in the middle of this 30-day challenge. When I try to do those things, The frustration to me is a reminder that I don't need to be doing that. But the educator, the learner in me wants to know. But I don't need to know. What I need to work on is trusting that if I handed that over to someone else, they could do a better job than I could. That doesn't mean... I'm not the best instructional designer in the world. That doesn't mean I am not the fastest course creator out there. It just means I don't want to expend any more energy on typos and hashtags. It doesn't mean I'm better than that. It just means I'm not meant for that. There are people out there who are rock stars at this kind of stuff in the way that I'm a rock star in the instructional design world, in the way that you're a rock star in your industry. I don't know where we got this idea that we need to be Atlas, carrying the world on our backs in order to be successful entrepreneurs, but I am glad that I am letting go of that idea. So I'll bring it back to the beginning of the conversation and the caveat of if you're not there yet, it doesn't mean you have to be. It doesn't mean that I'm better. It doesn't mean that you're lesser. It doesn't mean that I'm more successful. It doesn't mean any of that. I'm sharing this with you because that's what I do best. I candidly show up. I tell it like it is. I give you the option to come and learn with me and I encourage you to take something away from that. And yeah, if you're sitting there wondering what does this got to do with online courses? Everything. Everything. Because I offer you two options. Option 1, learn how to do it yourself. Is that how you want to spend your time? Maybe it is. Maybe you want that skill. Great. Boy, do I have a program for you. Option 2, you don't need to learn that skill. Great. I got an option for you too. Go to heatherdevo.com Bear with it. She's undergoing changes. It's going to be great when January comes and I got all this shit sorted out. But right now I'm showing up as I am. Asking you to understand that the chaos of my website does not reflect the chaos of my work. My work is solid. It is my zone of genius. That website, man, fuck. God love it. It's five years old. It's time to go. It's time for an upgrade. She needs a new pair of shoes, okay? Like, that's just, I'm looking at my WordPress going, I don't even, I don't even wanna. I don't even wanna touch it. I just wanna pay good money to have someone who knows what they're fucking doing make it better. So I'm gonna do that but you can still find out all the information you need when you go there. I have a new program coming in January. It is called the Course Creators Bundle. I am so fucking excited about this. It is the culmination of the last year. Everything I've taught, everything I've learned, all the feedback I've gotten. The Course Creators Bundle is going to help you create, market, and sell your online course. It is an end-to-end solution for those of you who want to learn this skill. If you want to create an online course, and you want to know how to do that, and you want to know how to organize your thoughts, and you want to know how to upload and use the tech, and you want to know how to hit up the internet to market, if you want to know how to create those messages yourself, if you want to know how to conduct those sales calls, so that every time someone gets on the phone with you, you make the money you want to make. I am so excited about the Course Creator Bundle. What else is coming in January? My new program, Amplify. And I've been dropping hints about it all throughout this episode. I'm so excited about it. Amplify, is a mastermind group that I'm putting together for course creators with courses in the world, people who go through the course creator bundle package with me, anyone who's got a course who wants to build an authority platform, book, podcast, course. How do you get it out in the world? Amplify is coming January 2022. I'm so excited. Go to heatherdevoe.com, grab my free ebook, the inside look at the course creation industry. It's a behind the scenes. Get on the wait list for this. Join my mailing list. It's going to be big. Lots of things happening over here at Heather DeVoe Instructional Design. I hope you have a great week and I'll talk to you soon. Hey! If you enjoyed this episode and want to learn more about how I help entrepreneurs just like you create online courses quickly and easily, please visit heatherdevoe.com/think-big-move-fast. I will teach you practical, tactical, and actionable steps to go from idea to fully finished, functional, ready-to-sell online course in just 30 days flat. Short on time? I got you. No idea where to start? Let's talk. I'm the leading instructional design coach for entrepreneurs who wanna create online courses faster and easier than ever before. I make online course creation simple so you can make it faster.